0: Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex and the City with your hostess, with the mostest, me, Natalie Wall. Um, Natalie Page Wall. I don't know why I said my middle name. Who cares? Who cares? Um, this is a solo episode, um, about health. All the health where to start past couple months have been very interesting a lot of doctors appointments a lot of doctors appointments and i had mentioned it previously about i feel like i'm being like very ominous i'm so far i'm fine let me just start with that back in august i found i did a breast check (laughs) i wish you guys could have seen the motion i did with my hands when i said chick. Um, And I found something. I found a lump. And so I went to the doctors and they were like, it's probably nothing, but let's go get a mammogram and ultrasound. And I scheduled that with the breast center. And same thing. They were like, it's probably nothing. And get the mammogram. Mammograms are weird. They're not as painful as I'd been told they would be. And I've got like pretty dense boobs. I've got big boobs. So they do get get a little squished. There's a lot of instructions when you get your mammogram. It's very weird. They're like, arm up, but not out, <laughs> feet forward, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, now this. And you can't breathe. When they take the picture, they're like, stop breathing now. And now you can breathe. And you're just like, oh, okay. And then the ultrasound, which is exactly what you think it'd be. It's like what they would do on your on your tummy if you were having a baby. And they splooch. You're like, for for the people with penises listening to this um, episode, because um, when I explained it to Aaron, he didn't know this. When people with uteruses go to get um, like a pap smear, you are given like a gown, right? I don't know if y'all for like prostate exams have to do this. So if you do a pap smear, they're also going to do a breast check. So you get fully fucking naked, right? And they give you the gown. And you actually wear the gown backwards uh for that you know easy access so like your back is covered but you're fully exposed in the front and it's a very weird experience and so basically like so you're like sprawled out on like the chair for a pap smear and for an ultrasound on your boobs and they spluge the shit Um, on your tits and you have to put your arms up a certain way so that your boobs uh, like lie a certain way and then they're just kind of like going all around and it does it's not too cold and it doesn't feel that weird but my favorite was... (laughs) After the technician did, like, her first round on both boobs, she just, like, hands me a uh, tissue, paper towel, whatever you want to call it. And she's like, you can clean up now, but the doctor is going to put more on you. And she like, put it on me, like, past men in my life who have, like, splooged on my body and have been like, here, clean up. And it's like, no, 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 girl, you made this mess. Like, you clean it up. Um, But it yes, you clean up and it's weird. And then like the doctor came in, which should have been a bad sign, right? Like the doctor had to go do literally the same thing. Like they went through it and she's like mumbling under her breast and they're, they're rechecking the spot that I initially came in for. And they're like, where is it? Show us. We can't, nothing's popping up on the ultrasound, right? Which is great. It was just a fatty tissue. Awesome. Cool nothing to worry about. But then the doctor was like, "But I'm really glad you came in." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And they were like, "We found something in both boobs. Could be nothing, but we know for sure it's not a cyst." And I was like, "How do you know it's not a cyst?" And they're like, they're just like, "We just know. We know it's not a cyst. We don't know what's behind this mass." <laughs> and that's a great thing to hear from a doctor. And they're just like, "We want to do biopsies on both boobs." And I definitely wasn't expecting that news. And so it definitely like crushed me that day. And I'd done it. It was like a Saturday morning and we were going to the beach with friends. And I had a breakdown with Aaron and he's like, whatever you want to do, like we don't have to go to the beach, just whatever. And I was like, all right, uh, I want to go to the beach. I still want to go to the beach. And the thing about me, which I've always been like very happy about is like, I don't really unless like i'm at my i'm at my worst i don't really hold like my emotions in like i feel them immediately and so it's really intense at first i think it can be scary to watch like you'll just see me like break the fuck down and then like in 30 minutes i'm like all right i got all my emotions out here's how i'm feeling and this is like and now this is like the plan quote unquote and that's exactly what happened is like i broke down with aaron i was like i'm super scared like what does this mean What does this mean, you know, if we're trying to get pregnant years down the road, et cetera, et cetera, you know, I might not be able to breastfeed now. Like I might lose my boobs. And that wasn't something that I thought I would have to say at 33, you know, the Jesus year. Um, And I think that's what's been really eye opening for me this year of just like, not keep your shit in check, but like check, check your shit, (laughs) check your shit, check under the hood Um, immediately. If you're in your twenties, if you're in your thirties, do it. And like, I know with health insurance, they're usually like, they're not going to give you a mammogram at 40. They're not going to cover it. But if you find something, they most likely will. So it's like, why not just fucking like find out, you know? And I think I have a very bad habit and definitely when I was younger, had a very bad habit of um, ignoring, ignoring and or not doing the thing that I should do uh, to make sure my health is okay. And And with like zero hyperbole, like zero exaggeration, there are two times doctors have been like, you let this get too far, like you could die. MRSA and a raging kidney infection from a UTI that could have, both could have easily been stopped with antibiotics and going to the doctor, right? Both times also, though, I didn't have health insurance. No, 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 MRSA, I did have health insurance because I was still my parents. I was just a dumb fucking 19-year-old, though. But the doctor literally was like, you could die. You could die. This is how bad this infection's gotten, and yet I still had not learned my lesson until my twenties. I think. I think it was the UTI. I think it was 23 when I got that like kidney infection that was really bad, and I was like, "Oh, it's time to like start listening to your body a little more." That being said, though, I still didn't do the best job because it's been years since all these things that I'm getting done these past couple months. Anywho, so having the biopsies. Doing a lot of Aaron, can you take the trash out? Like I might have breast cancer. Um, which I'm not gonna lie, it worked pretty well. Can you do this, Joy? I might have breast cancer. Uh, can you wash the dishes? Like I might have breast cancer. And Aaron's been, you know, great. a, a rock, I guess. Cause I we also had a wait. Um, I think the mammogram was on the 2nd of october and then the biopsy was the 22nd so i had to wait like a little bit over two weeks which like not the worst but also like what the fuck um and then so i get the biopsies and everyone's tone in the breast center changes when you're in there for biopsies like it's everything's very serious they're going through the whole like what the process gonna be? What you can or cannot do? Like you couldn't exercise for seventy two hours, and I was like, not like I was before, um, to begin with. Even though I had told myself, like, cause the <laughs> the appointment itself was like a little bit later in the in the morning, so I was like, all right, work out and then like go, and I didn't sleep well, shocking. So I was like, all right, get the biopsy and then do like yoga when you get home, and then they're like, no, you cannot, you cannot. And I was like, I'll just take a bath, like to relax afterwards. And they were like, you cannot, you cannot bathe. You cannot shower. I had to go to a a wedding rehearsal uh, dinner that night. And I was like, I haven't washed my hair in like four fucking days. Um, Really wish I'd known this before because I totally would have taken a shower before. But I just assumed I'd feel better taking it after. And I washed my hair in the sink and it did not go well. Anywho. But afterward, like the whole, the whole biopsy experience was fucking surreal. It was the day after Alec Baldwin had killed someone on set. There is like four or five nurses, technicians, doctors in the room while I'm getting the biopsies. Um, and they're just all so fucking casual. Like and they did like one boob. They're going through it, you know, and you're literally they're you know taking chunks of whatever it is out of you, and then you're literally getting tagged with a, a metal tracker, whatever you want to call it, ta- metal tag, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, if it is cancer, this way when they go to operate, the doctor knows exactly where it is, right? Um, two, it's also for the rest of your life, right? If it's benign, if it's nothing, they just want to watch it. I'm going to see if it grows, et cetera, et cetera. They're always going to track like these things, right? And then so you have to stand up. Remember, fully exposed. Well, waist up. You're fully exposed. You've got pants on in the gown that's like open in the front. And they start talking about Alec Baldwin. And they're like, do you think he feels bad? I don't know, man. Like, he's a character. He's, remember the shit with his daughter? And I'm just like, can I have you on your A game right now? Like. I just need a little bit more, and then I was also like, "Am I a part of this conversation? Should I be contributing? What is my role in this situation?" And then, like, I sit back down. They're doing the second biopsy in the other boob, and I probably look scared because how could you not look like horrified throughout all this stuff? And they were like, "Natalie, like, what do you what do you do? Are you in school? Tell us." And I was like, "Well, I do. This is my day job?" And then I am a comedian, and immediately I was like, "No." And they were like, oh, my God, tell us a joke. And I literally said out loud, there is a needle in my left tit. Um, You're not going to get my best material right now. And I also kind of want like your A game right now. And they were like, (laughs) that's so funny. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Um, they did have very hard opinions on Amy Schumer. <laughs> they don't like her. Um, and then I told them about Tig Notaro and her like double mastectomy, and they're like, "Oh, we'll look it up." I was like, "Yeah, you uh, y'all definitely should." And then you have to like wait around. I can't remember why. But then the doctor leaves. He did the biopsy, and he's like, "Best of luck to you." And then the nurse leaves, and they're like, "Best of luck to you." And the technicians are like, "May the odds forever be in your favor." And i was like, "I'm sorry. What the like? What's going on?" And then I realized it's because they don't know. They don't know what the results are yet and they don't want to give you any false hope because I don't know if this is like this in all breast centers, but the one that I went into, everything's there, right? It's MRI, it's chemotherapy. I think there were surgical rooms, like shit happens in here. People get bad news here. And I realized that the first time I went in because the breast center was so calming, there is like standing waterfalls and like pictures of all of these gorgeous things left and right and flowers and trees. And I've never been into a doctor's office or hospital that's ever been that calming. And I was like, Oh, right. This is because people get bad news here. People get life altering, possibly life ending news here. And while with biopsies, there is only a 20% chance that it's gonna come back cancerous. Still enough of a chance that it's like it could be you. Long story short, I got the results pretty quickly. Um, did not have to wait too long. Got very drunk at a wedding rehearsal and a dinner, even though they were like, "You shouldn't drink because it's gonna like, you know, hurt the healing. Had a massive, massive bruise on my left hip. Like I' never had a bruise that bad in my life. It looked like someone just like punched me. In the boob with like a brick or something, and but yeah, they're like, Don't drink, it's gonna you know hurt the process of healing. And I was like, That's adorable. I'm gonna drink all night at this open bar, and I got very, very, very drunk. Um, but had a great time, but oh my god, I feel like I'm like bearing the lead. Benign, benign, it's called like fibromedina, debrina, I don't even remember, but it's just like benign tumors in usually. People in their twenties or thirties, usually people with uteruses in their twenty to thirties, and I'm in my thirties with a uterus, so that's fun. I still have to get a um, follow up though in six months. I think just mammogram, just to see, just to see if it's you know grown. But it's not. It would not turn cancers. I think a few types of benign tumors possibly can. This one in particular does not. Uh, thank fucking God. So right, rush of relief. It's over. Burst into tears when I get the news. Um, and then I go and get my gyno. I finally, after five years, after getting my my um, IUD, which I got after Trump was elected because I did not know what was going to go on with my health insurance. And I was like, I'm not fucking around with this. Had not gotten a Pap smear in five years. Not good. Recommended for my age is every three years. Um, If you're sexually active, I think it's every three years until like your forties or fifties, maybe even sixties, and then it turns into every five years. Um, If you're not sexually active, I don't think you have to worry or get it right away. Um, Again, I am not a medical professional. Please look that up. I do not want to be giving you incorrect information. But I remember my first Pap smear. I don't think was until I was like twenty-one or twenty-two. And I was like, I know I'm super late. And she was like, well, you haven't been sexually active that long, so you're actually right on time. And I was like, awesome, cool. Um, I think it's like you need to start getting them once you're sexually active, for sure, for sure. And, of course, if you're having dealing with anything else, like maybe, like, um, any pain, any possibly fibroids, cysts, things like that, so they can look into, obviously, go before, even if you're not sexually active. Anywho, Fun, right? And so I was like, awesome. Let's get this checked out. I let her know about like the mouth sores and like that it might be herpes. And she's like, "Well, okay, let's definitely check you for herpes and HPV. I was like, totally love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, she does the pap smear. Same thing where it's like, um, you know, the gown uh, the other way so you're fully exposed. She's like, things look good, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we do an ultrasound to make sure the IUD is set in place. And also fun fact, y'all, if you, first off, if you have arena and you're hitting your five years, no matter what I say, still go to your gyno, still get it checked, still have them confirm this with you. But usually marinas are only for five years are now seeing that it can last for seven, um, cause that's also part of the reason why I had gone is I was like, I need to figure this out. Like we need to figure out what birth control is for the next two years. Um, if we're still not planning to have kids in the, until two years from now, um, which I think I've mentioned, I mean, Aaron are planning that in two years, you know, but also like humans plan, God laughs, you know, who fucking knows. And so I was like, awesome. Great. Get, you know, the first round of results. Everything's normal. Awesome. Herpes. No. Yay. Um, yeah. Remember when I thought I had herpes? I don't. They were like, no, blood tests are way more accurate. And they're like, yeah, you don't have herpes. So still don't know what the fuck is going on in my mouth. But then uh, this past Sunday, which just for you listening, was just a couple days ago for me um, – recording this episode, I get a message from them and they're like, all right, here's the deal. And they didn't write it like this, but they were like, you have tested positive for one of the high risk strains of HPV, which is true. I have HPV strain 18. It's one of the ones that does cause cervical cancer. One of the ones that causes 70% of cervical cancers in people with um, cervix. Uh, So legit broke down broke down mostly just being so fucking tired. And I had a low-grade lesion in my cervix. I think it was called like L- um, L-S-I-L, um, low-grade. Um, long story short, with pap smear results, I'm right in the middle. I'm not like with the smiley face and I'm not with a super angry face with like the X's for eyes. I'm right in the middle. Did I realize that when I got the results? No, I was like broke down. Aaron woke up because I was working. I work on Sundays and <laughs> Aaron wakes up and I'm like in tears and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, I might have cervical cancer. So that's fun. I'm nothing but not dramatic. But I mean, it's also like it is a possibility, but I had also gotten an ultrasound. I think I mentioned to check to make sure everything was okay where my marina was situated, which it was and nothing popped up on the ultrasound, no fibroids, nothing alarming. So Yesterday, yesterday I had to go in to get, have another procedure. It's called a colops, colposcopy, colposcopy. I literally said, the doctor was like, I can't say, and she was like, Don't worry about it. Um, where they basically just kind of take biopsies. They took two biopsies of things they saw in the cervix, and a pathologist will look at it and they'll let me know. And I was just kind of like, What does this mean? Like, where am I? um how scared should I be and she was like I'm kind of in the middle like we've seen this before we'll have more results from the pathologist but from what it sounds like from what the doctor said it's like it it's not like a death sentence you know but I could have something I could have something pre-cancerous something could be cancerous yeah I don't know I'm just kind of going from there and we'll see what happens and of course I will definitely let you guys know the results but The main reason I'm bringing this up is because you should definitely be doing breast exams. You Also, if you have not yet, get your HPV shot. Because unfortunately, I got my first one at 26, and then I'm pretty sure my health insurance lapsed, and I did not get the other two. And they do stop the high-risk streams. HPV is a very misunderstood STD. It is an STD, and about 90% of people have it or have had it before. With HPV, a lot of times you'll have it for like one or two years and your body will shed it naturally. And so I was talking to her about that too. I was like, look, I've been with my partner for almost seven years. We are monogamous. Does that mean that this has been in me longer? And she was like, possibly. And I was like, does that mean that I should be worried that my body hasn't shed it yet? And she was like, we'll just have to wait and see. You know, it could be anything, Um, it could shed itself and it could not. So, On top of getting the HPV shot, check to see if you have HPV, you know, especially if you're sexually active, especially if you have multiple partners. Um, It's not a bad test for people with uteruses. I was told though, cause I was like, does my partner need to get tested? And she was like, no, he's, he's got it. He's a carrier. And I was like, but should he get tested? This is a high risk strain. What does that mean for like penile cancers and things like that? And she was like, here's the thing with a penis. It's a very uncomfortable test. It's like straight up your, your, your urethra. And so she was like, just let him know he's got it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome get tested even if you do have a penis you're not sure and get your hpv shot even if you're in your 30s i've been told because like they they've requested the rounds from my pharmacist for me to start that there's been more research done and that it is still like you don't have to be 26 like and, and younger um you can it's you can get it now you can get it if you're older is what i'm saying and it's just i just these conversations are very important are they sexy no are they awkward yes Did I have to take a pregnancy test before this test yesterday? But I had taken a pregnancy test or urine sample pregnancy test last week. So I didn't think I had to. So I peed and had nothing to give them like literal droplets. And the nurse like laughed to the receptionist when she saw the sample. And I was like, I'm sorry, that's me. I really apologize. But I thought I needed to empty my bladder because last time I needed to empty my bladder. And they were like, "It's it's fine, it's fine, I'll make it work. I was also like, I got the test last week. Like I wasn't pregnant then. Does that help? And they were like, no, we still need to know. Yeah, it's not fun, but it's important to talk about. And I just especially think like now, like just seeing my past habits and things like that, just how often I've been like, I'm young. I'm in my 30s. That's so young. Like I don't need to be taking so many things so seriously. It's like, actually you do. You need to take these seriously. You need to take your family history seriously. I'm getting a colonoscopy on Monday. I have been probed in literally every hole of my body at this point, or will be. Um, but it's also my third colonoscopy because colon cancer runs in my fucking family and I take it very seriously. Um, I've always taken my gut health very seriously, except my friends are like, We've seen you eat, and it's like, yeah, but that's it's I still take it seriously. Kombucha all day, every day. Um get those probiotics but i don't know i just feel like more people need be talking about it and learn from my mistakes i do consider these mistakes not getting all three shots was a mistake did my mom yell at me yes and i was like cool damage has been done ma like let's uh let's focus um not getting a pat smear every three years was a mistake but It's a learning experience, right? I was told like the, no matter what the results are, they, I will need to be following up with a pap smear, I think every six months for a little bit. So, you know, now I'm getting, you know, mammograms every six months and pap smears every six months and I'm taking it very seriously now. And I just want other people to learn, you know, the procedure, if you have to get a coloscopy, um, again, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right? It's not bad, especially if I've had an IUD insertion, it's nothing. They were like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fucking fine. When you're like a little sore afterwards and like some brown goop comes out of you because they like have to put stuff to heal where they scraped for the biopsies. Sorry, I got distracted by the sound of my butt moving on the chair. It happens a lot. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Where was I going with that? Um, yeah, just get it checked out. Get, get your holes checked out. Um, it's good for you. It's good for everyone. And what is it they said in girls with HPV, like the show girls, they're like, all the cool girls do. But I'd also really would love to know that maybe I prevented someone from getting a high risk strain. And who knows where I got it? I did ask, I was like, should I be like, you know, backtracking? And they're like, honestly, at this point, it'd be too hard to figure out where it came from. And I was like, okay, less work for me. Um, But yeah, use condoms use protection not just from unplanned births or birth control but also condoms and this is just a really good way to make sure you're having the best sex you possibly can healthy consensual sexy hot fucking sex and part of that is having these types of conversations and doing that type of research on your body. Research, not the right word, but check up on your body. Because don't Google. I Googled. Googled. I Googled everything. And I was like, God damn it, why did I Google? Listen to your doctors. Go to your doctors. Maybe even, like, don't, I mean, listen to me when I'm saying, like, get get a guy now. Go get your pap smear. Go get your junk checked. Um, but again, I'm not a medical professional. Go talk to a medical professional. Do not go on Google. Do not go on WebMD, healthline.com. That one always gets me. And um, go from there. Learn more about your body. It's a little scary, I'm not going to lie. But I'm also honestly happier knowing. I am happier knowing that I have this high risk strain of HPV. I am happier that I know. That the fatty tissue is nothing to worry about and the tumors were benign as scary as it was as stressful as it was i am happier knowing i will be happier after the colonoscopy no matter what no matter what the results are because it's when you wait too late and you can't do anything and i think that's what scares a lot of people is like they're going to get an answer and what does that mean but the longer you wait especially if you're having symptoms The worst it could potentially be, and then you might not have any real options. So don't take your health for granted. Don't take your body for granted like I have done a thousand times. Um, Wear condoms. Get your paps. Get your junk checked. And we will talk and have a much more fun episode. I promise, I promise, I promise next week. Okay, bye, guys. (laughs)